most entrepreneurs' vision goes unrealized because of weakness in the traction component. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me excited to have Amanda Barkey. Amanda, how are you doing today? I'm staying out of trouble. How about you, Todd? <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, were you getting into trouble before we started recording? I guess that's the question. Not today, but okay. there's always trouble to get into, you know? Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking you're like business trouble because that's, that's, uh, that's my life. You know, it's just, it's just, it's always an adventure, isn't it? Every day. Yep. You never know. Every day is different. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what makes it so fun is oh. every day is so much different. It's not, you're not punching a clock. You're not, uh, it's not like you're doing the same thing. You're not pushing the factory button every single day. It's like, you don't know if everything's going to start on fire that day. Everything's going to go really well that day. You just don't know. Uh, you might have a plan, which plans are great, but something's going to disrupt that plan at, at, throughout the day. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what makes life exciting <laughs> for entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so a little bit about Amanda, she discovered her entrepreneurial passion when she immigrated to the U S in 2009 from Canada. Uh, so not a crazy, uh, immigration, but you started the soccer shots, orange County franchise and just through great hard work, determination, uh, started her business in the recession and mm -hmm. uh of course proved to be a, a fun growing and learning experience through those 13 years um as a small business owner you've, you've grown and thrived a nonprofit and uh, thriving business all while managing a busy household five kids so that's awesome and um and then you grew and 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 learned and made a ton of mistakes uh while Doing that though, you read traction and a lot of our listeners have probably read traction. I've read traction in 2014, uh, you discovered EOS and, uh, and I want to talk about that. I don't want to go through the rest of the, the bio and the story. Cause I want to hear from you, your words, what changed when you read traction and really discovered and started implementing EOS. Sure. Yeah, man, everything changed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like you said, um, I'm Canadian. I'm first generation born Canadian. So my grandparents were all political refugees. My parents are immigrants. I did not come from an entrepreneurial family. Um, uh, my family was just trying to make ends meet, trying to survive. Uh, and I don't even think I knew what an entrepreneur was when I was growing up. I didn't have that model for me. Yeah. Uh, I married my husband in 2005 and I swear he came out of the womb with a business plan. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I hitched my wagon, uh, to that and, uh, really didn't have any other choice, but to, um, jump right in with both feet. And so here I am, um, 20, almost 20 years later, and I'm living my ideal entrepreneurial life. And um, it's been a journey for sure. So uh, we immigrated down here to the States in 2008. And uh, yeah, we didn't immigrate from, you know, a third world country or anything like that. But it was a process. It was 
you know, the classic American dream story. We put everything in the back of our Honda Civic, which mm. was a nice car in the small town in Canada we were living in. Um, when we moved down here to Orange County, I, I remember parking that Civic between two Bentleys at the Starbucks and <laughs> thinking, oh man, like what did I just get myself into? But um, yeah, it was, it's just a whole new different world down here in Orange County. And um, yeah, we started from nothing. We were sleeping on floors. We were on wick at one point. We, uh, you know, we really, we built our, our entire life on, um, on our own backs. Uh, my husband grew up overseas. He was an expat kid and, um, I grew up in Canada in another country. So, um, we had to start from nothing here. Uh, and it was really difficult, uh, no business loans, no grants, no help from, you know, any family. We don't, we're not trust fund kids. Neither of us um, graduated with an MBA. So we're just really gritty, hardworking, uh, salt of the earth entrepreneurs who, you know, throw things at the wall and see what sticks. So we were learning from our mistakes. We were growing by our reputation, uh, but we just knew that there was a better and easier way to run a business. Uh, the startup years were really hard. Uh, and about five years into starting up our business, we read Traction, and that was our aha moment. A light bulb went on. We we just knew this was the thing. This was the better and easier way to run a business. So, how big was your business at at that time in two thousand fourteen? I don't recall the exact size, but we were a small business at that time. Um, I'd still say we're a small business. Uh, we have about a hundred employees now, currently. Um, and our business grosses over 2 million. But um, at that time, it was definitely under a million, uh, probably under half a million. Uh, and we had a handful of employees. Um, so very small business, still in the startup stage. Uh, we were wearing all the hats, doing all the things. Um, so, and we were also broke as a joke. So <laughs> we read Traction and uh, just started using the tools and disciplines in the book. Um, we did the DIY version. That's the long, slow, hard version of implementing EOS in your business. Yep. Uh, if I could rewind and go back in time, I would definitely hire a coach. Now that I'm on the other side of things, I'm an EOS implementer. So um, I can I have that unique perspective. I can see both sides now. Sure. And um, Yeah, it's not a regret by any means, but, uh, I can definitely see that it was, it's not the best way to do it. Um, but even, you know, in the beginning, implementing the, the tools and disciplines that we did, just even the level 10 meeting agenda, that was a game changer. For, we weren't having meetings before. So, um, having that structured meeting pulse, that meeting cadence and, um, actually solving our, issues, getting the issues out in the open and solving them at the root, making them go away forever. That changed everything for us. Um, and as time went on, we implemented more and more tools and disciplines. And um, it just got us everything that we wanted from our business. And we ended up in the top five of 125 franchises nationwide. We we won Franchise Business Review's Rockstar Franchise of the Year, um, You know, hit revenue goals we never thought we would. And uh, it's it's really given us everything that we want to live our ideal entrepreneurial lives. So super thankful for um, the system and discovering traction. And I'm so passionate about it now that I've completely worked my way out of operations. I'm not working in my family business anymore. Now I am running my own business, my own practice, 
guiding other people to help them get what they want from their businesses as an EOS implementer. So it's just a joy. So you go from your business that, that you had to being one of the top five, you know, is what are like, break it down for me. Like uh, we can't talk about everything, right. But break oh. it down for me. What are, what are some key elements that you implemented that made the big changes the quickest? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So number one was that meeting, having the level 10 meeting with our leadership team, meeting on a quarterly basis for a full day to um, every 90 days come together, take a, a, a deep breath and take a look back on our quarter and review our quarter and then create a new plan and go back into our business with um, new objectives, new priorities. Um, that alignment that that created was huge for us. Uh, the accountability chart. So that's kind of like an org chart on steroids and creating really clear, crystal clear um, roles and accountabilities for each function in our business, knowing exactly what everybody is accountable for, um, creating a, a weekly scorecard so that we're tracking our measurables, those KPIs on a weekly basis, giving us an absolute pulse on our business, what's working, what's not working. Those were some major initial tools that really shifted everything for us. Uh, and then rocks, I think were, um, were a big game changer for us as well. So rocks is our goals. It's just a sticky term for goals and, um, you know, creating goals. I think that that's, um, it's something that people do with great intention. Uh, we have the best intentions in mind, right? Like we've probably, now it's what, January 31st, we probably all uh, created a New Year's resolution, a goal. <laughs> Most of your listeners probably can't even remember what that, that New Year's resolution <laughs> is, right? Yeah. So um, you have to implement, uh, certainly in your business, but also in, in your life, This the EOS principles apply to your life as well. And so yeah. implementing accountability and discipline so that you can actually um, bring that vision down to the ground and execute on your goals with discipline and accountability is so crucial. Yeah. I think that, that to me, it's easy to think of a goal or a dream, mm -hmm. but the hard part is actually continually thinking about that goal and dream and actually implementing things that are going to help achieve that goal and dream. And that's where the disconnect I feel like comes for me and for a lot of other people is that it's like, okay, I can have a goal of doing this, right. whether maybe it's a revenue goal, maybe my revenue is goal is to go from uh, 1 million to 2 million, something like that. That's a, that's a goal, but what do I do? How yeah. do I get there? So yeah, what what are what is your advice for somebody who's created a goal, mm -hmm. created a rock, the rocks, right? And how do you how do you actually achieve it? How do we take it serious? Yeah, so I would say that goal that you just mentioned. So say going from one million to two million, that's like a BHAG, right? A big hairy audacious goal. That's that long term energizing goal that you're mm -hmm. creating. 
um, then you have to distill that. It's almost like those Russian nesting dolls. You know, they get smaller and smaller and smaller. So there's this great saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So that's what we're doing with EOS is we're taking that big, long-term energizing goal and we're just breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. So from there, from having creating that 10-year that target, that BHAG, um, and a 10-year target can be anything five to 30 years out, but you're just distilling that vision. So you need to create a three-year picture. What does this organization need to look like in three short years from now on our way to hitting that big goal? Then you break it down even further. You create a one-year plan and you choose three to seven goals for the year, not 23, not 27, because when everything's important, nothing's important, yeah. you're really distilling it, right? And then you distill it even further into what, like I mentioned, that 90-day world that I was talking about, where sure. every 90 days you're creating new goals to advance towards that one-year plan. So you need to take your vision and really bring it down to the ground and in order to execute on it with discipline and accountability, you need to be um, distilling it and breaking it down, really creating those um, those milestones that get you towards it. Right. I like the I like the level ten meeting. You call it a level ten meeting. You said you do that every quarter. Is that right? No, so you actually do a level 10 meeting with the key leaders in your organization with your leadership team once a week. It's a once 90 a week. Mm -hmm, a 90 minute meeting. Okay. I actually like to look at it as a world class meeting agenda that is a time management tool. So you do this meeting once a week and there's five earmarks to that level 10 meeting. We call it a level 10 meeting because most meetings are when when people rate their meetings honestly they rate them around a three four <laughs> or we want <laughs> we want to get you to a 10 every yeah. meeting should be a level 10 right yeah. so like yeah yeah so those level 10 meetings need to start on time and wow. on time same day same time same agenda and we have a very specific level 10 meeting agenda and um, the bulk of your level 10 meeting, 60 minutes of those 90 minutes is spent IDSing. IDS stands for identify, discuss, and solve. So uh, this is a tool that EOS has created. It's called the issue solving track, and it helps you to really solve issues at the root. Most leadership teams will get themselves into a room and they'll discuss the heck out of an issue. Rarely will they ever identify what the true root cause is. Uh, generally what's written on your issues list or what you bring up to the table is a symptom of the root cause. So we wanna dig deep and identify what the root cause is, discuss it briefly, and then actually come up with a solve. Walk out of the room with um, tangible, plans of attack where we can solve that issue and uh, make it go away forever for the greater good of your organization. So that's what is going to make your meetings every week feel valuable and efficient and productive. Uh, and honestly doing that, it sounds like a lot. You're, I, I saw your face when you when I said it's once a week for 90 minutes, but when you do this consistent, consistently and regularly uh, with your teams, you're going to eliminate all of those little um, pop-ins and um, huddles and one-on-ones uh, -on that you have throughout the week. Uh, it's really going to save you a lot of time. I think maybe the more important part even than that, and that's mm -hmm. important, but 
it feels like it would get everybody in alignment yes. to each other and to understand the objectives, the goals, what you're really trying to accomplish. Because I know for me, I've got my vision. It's right here. Right. right. And it's so easy for me to see. Mm-hmm. And then when I translate it to other people, they don't see it the way I see it. Oh, absolutely. It. That is for so some typical. reason they're just, they just don't see it like I do. Right? Absolutely. And that's so typical for an entrepreneur. Most yeah. entrepreneurs vision goes unrealized because of weakness and the traction component. It's not that you don't have a vision. There's a vision in your organization. It just usually lives up in your head. Yeah. And so when you can bring that vision down to the ground, Gina Wickman likes to say vision without traction is hallucination. So when you can bring that vision down to the ground and actually execute on it with discipline and accountability, uh, it it is going to get that vision realized. And also, like you said, you hit the nail on the head, it creates total company alignment. And when you have everyone rowing in the same direction, um, working towards advancing towards that long-term energizing goal, that's when the planets line up and magic happens in ways that we can't really even explain. It's that it's that alignment piece that's missing in so many organizations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and you're never going to get it unless you put it out there. Right. And, right. and, and even when you do, like I said, it's so easy for me to just keep it in my head and harder for me to give it to other people and really make them understand right. what we're trying to do. Cause it just, as an entrepreneur, it's just like, at least for me, it's just, it's just so obvious, right? But it's not obvious to everybody else. So, right. uh, you know, and being a good leader is like being a good parent. And you mentioned I have five kids and um, as a parent, you know, you get frustrated sometimes because you're like, how many times do I have to tell yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same thing with this. employees, with people that you're leading. Um, There's actually been a study that shows people don't hear things on average for the first time until they've heard it seven times. Mm. So it's not enough to even just like tell people your vision once you have to tell them often, you have to be consistent. And that's what makes a great leader. So um, being a great leader is a lot like being a great parent. And you have to remember that people need to hear things on average seven times to hear it the first time. So you have to say things often, be consistent, be intentional. I'm going to tell my wife that because mm-hmm. she wonders why I don't didn't hear what she said. <laughs> you didn't tell it to me seven times. I'm glad. And by the way, Amanda told me to say this. Thing, so <laughs> there you go. See how that goes over. Yeah, right, right, right. And you know, I think in today's world with all the distractions that we have, the stat is probably even higher, you know, yeah. so yeah. What, what is traction or the EOS system? Like, who is it good for? What kind of company is, does this work for? Is it the, the company that has no employees, one employee, five employees, is it the company that has, you know, zero to, you know, five to a hundred, who, who is it for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you're talking about, um, size in regards to how many employees, it really doesn't matter what your revenues are. Um, there, it doesn't matter whether your business is doing a half a million, one million, ten million, a hundred million. Um, but EOS is designed for entrepreneurial companies that have ten to two hundred and fifty employees. So that's generally uh, 
the target market. That's who it, who it's designed for. That being said, we work with companies outside of that target market, and it certainly works for them. It can work for any business, any organization of any size. I work with a nonprofit. I work with for profits. Uh, I run my EOS practice on 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 EOS. I'm an EOS implementer, and I'm a one woman show. So it works. The principles are simple, proven tools. They've been around for a hundred years. They're going to be around for a thousand more. Um, we even run our family on EOS. So uh, it works um, on a lot of different levels. Uh, but what do you what do you mean you run your family? On <laughs> That's confusing to me. You, you have the uh, the the level ten meeting weekly mm -hmm. with the family, and like what do you what do you mean? How do you run yeah. EOS with your family? Yeah, so we just use the EOS tools, uh, but we modify them for a family. You know, sure. so um, having those meetings, setting goals. Uh, having our a scorecard, weekly items that need to get done. We have goals and measurables um, for our family. Um, more importantly, I think like, so one of the tools that we use in EOS is called a VTO. It's a two-page strategic planning document. Um, really simply, you answer these eight questions. What are your core values? What's your core focus? Uh, what is your marketing strategy? What's your 10-year target, that long-term energizing goal? What's your three-year picture, your one-year plan, your quarterly rocks, and your issues? What What's your issues list? So uh, we use that document uh, and we've created family core values, mm -hmm. a family core focus, long-term goals, short-term goals. So EOS works, the principles work uh, in, a, in an organization of any size, of any kind, <laughs> and even in a family. That's... Uh... I never thought of using EOS for the family, but mm -hmm. you know, it makes sense. Absolutely. Um, I got, what's a mistake that that you've made in your business or maybe something that you see over and over people making in their mm -hmm. business and how can our listeners learn from it? Okay. So I would say the number one issue boils down to people. 85% probably of issues are people issues um, because people are the worst. We're all the worst, whether it's your vendors, your spouse, your employees, your, you know, whoever it is that you're interacting with, like we're flawed, right? So there are always going to be people issues. And the two um, people issues that I most often see are right people, wrong seat or wrong people, right seat. So when you have the right people in the wrong seat, those are people who fit your core values. They align with your core values. They fit your culture like a glove. Mm -hmm. uh, they're just in the wrong seat. So they don't have, um, we call it GWC, get it, want it, capacity to do it. Um, so either they don't have G, W, or C. So if that's the case, then if you've built out a great accountability chart, the good news is, is you can probably find a seat for them um, because you want to keep people around if they fit yeah. your culture, right? Um, but as tough as it is, uh, if you can't find a seat for them, then you need to make uh, that tough call because you, if you're a for-profit organization, you can't just keep people around because you love them. Right. Uh, the other people issue we often see is wrong person, right seat. So this is somebody that you have in your organization that they're highly productive. They're hitting all their numbers. 
Um, they are just chipping away at your culture, oftentimes in times in ways that you can't even see. Um, and it's super dangerous. It's really bad. And um, in the long term, they're going to do more damage than good. So if that's the case, then I urge my beg my clients, plead with them to please um, make that tough change, make that call and let them go because in the long run, they're going to do more damage than good. Um, but those are the two major people issues that we see. And so I would say that mistakes that I've made in the past um, and mistakes that I've seen my clients make are um, keeping people around um, if they're, you know, the wrong person in the right seat because they feel like their hands are tied or, yeah. you know, wh how, whatever or the they're reason. really good. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. But I honestly, like culture eats strategy for breakfast and, yeah. um, and I will always urge my clients to make that tough call because in the long run, it's just going to, it's going to bite you. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I've had that in, in our company. And if you have the wrong it might be, it might seem like the best person because they're so productive. Right. They're, they're a machine, right. but they've got just a terrible attitude or whatever it is. And it's just mm -hmm. like, man, this, you just bite the bullet, move on. I personally, I would rather have somebody that's much worse that has the right fit for our culture than, right. than having that, that really good person that just right. brings everybody down. Yeah. What does the EOS stand for, by the way? EOS stands for the Entrepreneurial Operating System. So it's just a system designed to harmonize all of the moving parts in your business. Uh, it's not a software system. Uh, it's a human system. So you're, um, you are strengthening the six key components in your business. So the six key components are vision, people, data, process, issues, and traction. So the goal is to get those six key components to 100% strong, knowing that that's utopia, it's impossible, it's never going to happen. So when I work with my clients, I um, teach them tools and disciplines that are helping them to strengthen those six key components to 80% strong or better. I love that you're not trying to make it perfect. Totally. Um, Progress over perfection. Because it, yeah, it's impossible, right? Yeah. Um, Amanda, what is, we're going to shift gears a little bit and then I'm going to give you a chance to, uh, add whatever the heck you want at the end here. So what is a, a favorite book? Uh, well, we know traction, right? But what's another <laughs> favorite book that you can write? Okay. So yeah, I'm not going to say the obvious one traction ago, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm always going to say traction, but um, I've really been enjoying Ben Hardy books. So Ben mm. Hardy, um, he's written uh, a bunch of books. He's with the yeah. Strategic Coach Program, and he's written some books with Dan, uh, Dan Sullivan. Uh, his most recent books book is 10X, which is a great book. Um, 10, 10X is better than 2X, right? Got it. Yeah. yeah. But the book that actually uh, really resonated with me, super transformational, um, the Science of Intentional Transformation, Be Your Future Self Now. Um, so that really helped me um, shift my mindset and uh, yeah, just absolutely transformational for me. Cool. Love that. Appreciate it. Um, what are your three pillars of wealth creation? Okay. So 
my three pillars of wealth creation would be one consistency showing up um and and putting in the work putting in the reps that uh has proved to be the number one thing for me that pays off over time uh, i saw this great quote by usain bolt where he said uh he put in four years of work for nine seconds and um you know i was thinking about that reflecting on that quote the other day uh, thinking about you know how many times people give up after you know a week a month a year uh, and you just don't know when it's going to pay off but uh, staying consistent and showing up is so crucial it's key for me so that would be my first pillar yeah, love that. my second one as an entrepreneur um, and this may not apply for everyone, but I think that it does, um, is being the architect of your own life, designing your life. I am uh, a big fan of an implementer based out of, uh, well, he's in Scottsdale in San Diego. His name's Scott Rusnak. And he wrote a book called The Entrepreneur's Field Guide. And it teaches you how to design your life before somebody does it for you. Hmm. And for the past couple of years, my husband and I have been really intentional about um, our calendar and putting in our priorities on our calendar first before anything else. Um, and saying no when we need to, because <laughs> when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And that might be your kids. It might be your other priorities. So um, designing your life before somebody does it for you, uh, taking that time to really get intentional about what you want and uh, sticking to your guns has proven for me to be really beneficial. Yeah. I love the calendar part. And I think that's so important because it's really easy to fill your calendar up with a bunch of stuff, meetings, Absolutely. all that kind of stuff. But if you've got these goals that you want to do, don't let the goals fill in the empty spots, right? Right. Let the goals be where you fill in first and totally. then take some time to get the meetings implemented where, where you have time. Right? Yeah. Did everything else around that. Um, yeah. yeah, we, there's a saying nature abhors a vacuum. So if there is an opening, it will get filled whether yeah. you fill it or somebody else does. So I, want to be the master of my life and I'm going to fill those holes before somebody else does. And it's going to be filled with my priorities, with the most important stuff first. Yeah, so, awesome. um, yeah, that would be my number two pillar. And then number three is get a grip on your business. Um, I'm going to always bring it back to traction and, uh, you know, life is too short to not get what you want. Uh, whether it's EOS or any of those other operating systems that are out there, find a system, choose a system, use a system, and be consistent with it um, because uh, you you just life is too short to not get what you want from your business and you just um, need to focus. And it's really simple when you um, when you decide and really, you know, dig deep and implement a system in your business, it will pay off for you. So that would be uh, my number three pillar of wealth is um, if you're running a business, then run it on an operating system. And I'm partial to EOS, but um, just choose and use a system. Yeah, I have, have something there 
uh, well, it just makes it so much easier, doesn't it? Totally. It's a, it's you can get results without using a, an yeah. operating in your business, but it's just too painful and too it painful. takes too long. So, you know, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, well, once you, once you discovered it, right. And your business went from where it was to where it is now, you said, what the heck, what was I doing all these years? Absolutely. Uh, Amanda, what else do you want to leave our audience with? Any, any other last remarks, uh, things they should know, um, be thinking about improving their business. What do you want to leave them with? Um, you know, I would just say um, earlier we touched on progress over perfection. You know, you don't have to have everything um, absolutely perfect to get started with anything yeah. in life. Uh, and so if you're considering, you know, exploring EOS or engaging with an EOS implementer or, you know, whatever it is in your life, like, um, just go do it, just get started. You don't have to, things don't have to look absolutely perfect or, um, whatever that looks like in your own mind. Um, just go out there. Like Nike says, just do it, get out there and mess things up. <laughs> yeah. That's really magic happens that's where you know all the best stuff happens so get yourself out there and just do it it's never going to be the perfect time so no. it's, it, if it's if you're waiting for the perfect time you're waiting forever it's just Absolutely. not never going to happen so i love mm -hmm. that advice amanda really appreciate it bro I love kind of diving into EOS. I read the book traction, honestly, haven't really, I would say implemented some things, but we, we probably need to really relook at that and, and maybe do a better job. Um, so I do really appreciate this conversation. How can our listeners get in touch with you? How can they learn more about, you know, the EOS system and, and potentially working with you or, or somebody yeah. else, or, you know, just, just hanging out with you maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I love people. I love helping people. I love talking to people. So please reach out. Uh, I am on social media. I am very active on LinkedIn and on Instagram. So look for Amanda Barkey EOS. And uh, you can find me there. B-A-R-K-E-Y. No L. I'm not related to Charles. And um my email address is amanda.barkey at eosworldwide.com. So please shoot me an email, give me a call, reach out, DM me, whatever it is, however you connect with me, just connect. Um, I am happy to connect with anybody and everybody. Uh, and I offer a complimentary 90-minute meeting to anybody. I've done it for uh, my mother-in-law, for my son, for my dog, <laughs> and for some um, actual businesses. So I'm happy to do a 90-minute meeting for anybody who wants one, either in person or on Zoom. Um, and in those 90 minutes, I teach the entire book traction. So you don't have to read it. Um, but I, I love spending time with people. So uh, whether it's in a 90-minute meeting or on a phone call on a Zoom, uh, just connect with me and uh, we'll take it from there. Love it. Amanda, again, really appreciate, appreciate the energy and uh, appreciate the knowledge that you've passed on to our listeners. Listeners, um, look, pick, pick one thing, two things that you learned from this episode that you took from this episode, implement that and don't be afraid to reach out to Amanda. She is here. She came on here for a reason. Reach out to her. Just just pick her brain. And if you don't end up 
um, using her as an implementer, you'll probably learn some really good knowledge. So absolutely. I'm here to help and I'm a delight. So come on. There you just, go. Perfect. <laughs> give me a call. Even if you want to chat about, you know, real housewives or <laughs> be careful yeah. what you ask for here. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Amanda, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Appreciate Sounds it. Good. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.